So where the fuck were you guys? So much <laughs> anger. Okay, we originally said that we would record at 2.30 today. Mm-hmm. All right. And I thought that for some reason you guys were on East Coast time, so I was getting ready at 11.30. That part's on me. Not mad at all at you guys about that. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're not mad at you either. I'll take that. Remember that we weren't mad about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it should be 12.30 my time is when we're actually doing it. Mm. And I felt a little bit bad because I was in a game of Apex Legends. Yeah. And I went like five minutes over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then like nothing ended up happening and there was no no word from you guys. And then at one twenty says, Tappen's here now, 10 minutes at one twenty. Yeah. And I said, sounds good. And then I sent you guys the link to like join this join this call at one forty. It's not a call. Yeah. Don't say it's a call. Uh, well, whatever it is. It's a fun time hanging out with friends. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's two seventeen. Oh, it's almost okay. two hours after. Yes. Oh man. This has been discussed here as well. Let me also apologize. I was just late, period. My parents are out of town for some reason. They sought fit for me to be the person, the man who lives an hour away, as the guy who's going to come home and take care of the cat every day. So I have been doing that after really like a 45-minute lost argument on my end where I really learned a lesson of there are some things where if they're ultimately benign and it's helping the cat, you're not going to you're not yeah. gonna fight hard enough. You're just going to do what your parents say. They're, oh, you're okay with it. But I've been going to Schomburg back and forth every morning. That's a strong commute. So I am sorry. I am late. That is not an excuse. It is literally what happened, but I'm not using it as an excuse. So sorry that I was late. But, Michael. Yes. When Josh was playing Apex Legends, Mm -hmm. didn't he tell us that he finished the game in second place out of like the entire map? He did. Second place out of 20, right? Yeah. And didn't we discuss how that was kind of like good? That's like really good, right? Yeah. The game is played with three players each. Three players per squad. Yeah. yeah. Exactly why we need you to be in our squad of three, but (laughs) we obviously weren't worthy to be there yet. I've been losing very quickly every game I'm playing. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to put practice rounds in, Josh. Well, why don't you do that after we're done with the pod? I would love to do some practice rounds with you. Let's go as a three-person squad after our three-person recording. Not you two are doing a two-person thing, and I'm sitting here waiting for you to join. You're right. You're right. You are. You are. And you're also a guy who set the bar so high at second place. Really high. I got first place uh, yesterday. You did? You did? That's great, man. That's excellent. Nice. Yeah. But your performance today, like even that, it inspired us. Okay. It did. (laughs) And so, Mike, what did you do? I got first place. Hey! Fuck yeah! (laughs) I got first place in Apex Legends. That's why it took us so long. It took half an hour almost. (laughs) How many kills did you get? Uh, Zero. Zero. Okay. (laughs) So you were were carried. I I was out there. Incorrect. I think this was the first time that I've ever played a game with someone. Mike was controlling the controller, so mm-hmm. credit to him. <laughs> but it was also the first time I was yelling instructions at someone on how to use the controller. So I'm going to take a teensy bit of credit real quick and okay. like really latch on to this first place victory because it's the closest I'll ever get, physically and spiritually. It was a nice team victory. Mike, didn't I tell you, hey, stay away from the gunfire because your teammates are really good at shooting 
And you love standing between the bullets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't go over there. And then what happened? You didn't go. Didn't go. You followed. even, And they were talking to you, and you said thanks? Mm. Yep. I said thank you. I told you how I to say them. thanks. Yeah. Hit the down button. Exactly. Down on the D-pad. And now we're all winners. Yeah. Got first place. I'm a first place winner. So now Mike has has a first place win on his account. Yeah. And I have a first place win on my account. And I have a little bit of the first place (laughs) win on Mike's account. You didn't say that part. Mm -hmm. I got a little of that. You did. Can you display that? Like as as a three-person team, you know how you can kind of display your accomplishments? Yeah. You get like one third of a medal? Like maybe 60, 40. I feel 40%. I feel I gave you 40% instruction. 40, I mean... Mike, you didn't know how to put the gun in your hand. I've I've <laughs> I'm taking some time to figure out the HUD. It would have taken a lot longer if I wasn't screaming. Well, you kept screaming, hold X, hold X. <laughs> That's hold what X. you should do. It's war. Well, I was so confused about what the different Hold X! Guns. There's so many different guns. Anyway. We're winners. Clearly, we're <laughs> a great team. We did it. We got first place. First place squad, dude. Aren't you proud of us? Yeah, that's an awesome... Uh, so today's your first day playing? Yeah, that was my third game, I think. Nice, congrats. Yeah, up How there. about that? We did it. That. We did it. We yeah, did it. you did it, Mike. We hung out. And I was there, and I did a part of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tap and saw you do it, Mike. No, no, I also yelled the instructions. Very mo- inspirational. Let me ask you this. Do you give Cortana any credit for what Master Chief did? Not really. I am... Fuck <laughs> off. So here's the thing. I am... How dare you? He wouldn't know what to do without her. I do think that you're like the 12th man of Seattle. They do give you the credit. You do have your own jersey. No, I don't like this. But, like, you're not one of those 11. Kind of a nice patronizing sort of... Yeah. Yeah, you too, jersey. I very much dislike the 12th man campaign. What kind of banner hangs, we are 12... That just says you are 12, the number. It could be your age. This is a terrible slogan. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's not me. That's not me. I'm the guy who is Mike's... I'm Krang. I'm Krang, and Mike is the body. That's that's a bit much. Come on, Mike. Come on, Mike. Are you serious? I have a brain. That guy had a brain? But I am the brains of what was happening. All right. I mean, look, we got first place. We did get first place. Whatever gets me to first place, I don't care. That's pretty much what I'm saying. So we're the same guy anyway. We're good. We're good. Yeah. W's all the way around. Perfect team. And now no one's mad at anyone. You're listening to Instead Of, a hypothetical podcast with Mike Bogart, me, Josh Harrison, and Tappan, who's about to interrupt me. Fuck, I almost said introduce me. (laughs) I'm going to do that again. No, Josh, that's fine. Here he comes. That was Josh, everybody. (laughs) Josh Harrison. (laughs) I have a brand new favorite TV show. Syphilis Island. Close. Very (laughs) strangely close. How, dude? Is it Survivor? No. It's called Bondi Rescue. Okay. Have you guys heard of this? No, I have not. You may have seen it on the Netflix recently added tab. They have, it's it's too much in that tab. The whole of Netflix is in recently added. Might be buried pretty deep in there. Bondi Rescue. 
seven seasons, apparently. I just oh, jumped in. I whoa. just jumped in on season seven. Wow. You know what I did? What did you do? Sorry, you said Bandai, and that reminded me. I think Namco and Bandai are like Japanese toy companies. They are. Are they in any... Anyway, that reminded me of Dragon Ball Z, and that reminded me that earlier this weekend, I sat and I YouTubed Goku's best Super Saiyan moments. <laughs> Dude, was it cool? I bet that was fucking sweet. It was amazing. That voice actor had to scream for like 18 hours total, it seemed, over the course of that one fight. <laughs> oh, probably. Anyway, in Dragon Ball Z, when you... Maybe Josh will know. When you go Super Saiyan, that's when you get your highlights, right? I have no idea. I don't know why you think that I would know that. You really don't know that, Josh? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I know why you think I would know that, but I don't know that. I've, like, never seen an episode of Dragon Ball Z in completion. Really? In in completion. (laughs) That's so weird. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why I said it that way. I don't know. I've seen, like, a minute or two when I was, like, flipping channels as a kid, but I've never watched it. Okay, then I guess, Mike, I'll ask you. I know you watched a bunch of Dragon Ball. Oh, yeah. But when... Goku goes Super Saiyan. Mm-hmm. He can go like four or five Super Saiyan, I think. And they right. each different levels. They each change his hair length and facial features and yes. color, hair uh-huh. color. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, he adds something called the Kaioken. Uh, now, what is that? I don't know. Because he'll is... be floating there, right? Like golden, like a god. Oh, like his aura? Yeah, he's he's a Super Saiyan. Right. And at that, you know what I'm super saying? <laughs> He's standing there. And then to like, it's like he takes a, I guess, a needle full of PEDs right to the heart. And mm-hmm. he goes, Kaioken times 10. And then all of a sudden, he just like destroys the other guy. Yeah. I don't know what that means. So I did a search. Oh, okay. So I don't know how helpful this is going to be. I haven't read the explanation. So I'm just going to read and, and we'll go in blind and we'll see where this takes us. Okay. Yeah. From Quora.com. Is there any reasonable explanation for Goku's hair turning golden when he goes Super Saiyan? So I guess it does happen. Reasonable. That's a very reasonable question, (laughs) question asker. Prasad Mudala uh, from B-Tech Computer Science answers February 21st, 2017. The reason their hair changes color is because it's easier to draw them with light hair. (laughs) What? Why? Since you don't have to black the hair in. Is that true? Toriyama, the creator of Dragon Ball Universe, has said he did this to give his assistant a break since the assistant was the one who always had to blacken the hair. (laughs) No. I'm actually not mad about that. If you gain superpowers, something should get easier. I like that. That's true. Oh, yeah. Okay. I like it from that angle. Mike, we have so distracted from your story. Please. Oh, gosh. My story. Let me consult my notes here. All right. Bondi Rescue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Oh, that's what we were talking about. Nothing to do with Dragon Ball Z. Except for the Bondi. It is a TV show. And, uh, well, it's B-O-N-D-I, the Sydney Beach. Oh. Sydney Beach. I misinterpreted that. We are rescuing people in the surf because we're lifeguards at Bondi Rescue. Oh. Oh. We're out there. We're saving lives. We're, We're killing bees. We're killing bees. They kill some bees. Lifeguards do that? Well, sometimes. Okay. We're getting arrested? The lifeguards are getting arrested? Sometimes. Sometimes they're (laughs) ex-cons. Sometimes we're getting married. They do all kinds of stuff on Bondi Rescue. Are you sure you're not watching Trailer Park Boys? (laughs) 
Or are they just like following these people around like, okay, here's my eight hour shift done and now I'm going to the bar and it's Saturday, so I'm getting married and I No Wait, he... that's what kind of <laughs> It's Saturday at the bar. I'm getting married. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I was thinking that these were two consecutive days. I guess he goes to the bar the day before his wedding. <laughs> Wedding planning is done. It's not they don't go as big in Australia. We well, we were really involved in the proposal. Oh. We didn't see the wedding. It's mostly during work hours at Bondi Beach. Okay. They wrote Marry Me in the Sand. They all the lifeguards pitched in, you know. Um Cute. Anyway, I've really kind of, in a sense, I've bonded with them. The <laughs> bon- my Bondi boys. Okay, sure. My Bondi boys. Okay. They are not without their flaws. Often uh, they don't rescue people. <laughs> oh, n- yeah. Wait, hang on. Like, do people die on this show? Uh, no, I've never seen anyone die. People get fucked up on this show, though. Josh, I think they would bond die on this show. <laughs> right. Point of clarification: This is a reality show. It is. Okay. People get cuts on their legs a lot. People like drown all the time. Holy shit! They save people from drowning all the time. Um, they have a variety of tools with that they use to do so. They have these special jet skis with little sleds. They trail behind them that they just pick people up all the time, back and forth. Dude, this is exactly Baywatch. It is. Yeah. You're just watching Baywatch. No girls, though. Mm. No girls. Only, only this, There's only seven lifeguards for the whole beach. Here's what I think happened in the Netflix pitch room. Mm-hmm. I want to bring you a Baywatch remake. No girls, though. <laughs> Sold. I mean, it's compelling. These guys have charisma. They're out there hustling, trying to save lives. I like every lifeguard, but they're flawed. They don't do a good job every time. Sometimes. I mean, they have 2,500 rescues a year, so they say in the intro. Oh. They get 40,000 people a day on that beach. So my instead of, instead of... My seven Bondi lifeguards build me a perfect lifeguarding system. Hmm. Save everybody at Bondi Beach. There's 40,000 people out there a day. There's dangerous rip currents. There's like rocks they might hit. And well, that's pretty much it. I have it. Here's what you need to do. You have it? We didn't even talk. (laughs) It doesn't matter. I know how to do it. White man. (laughs) What you need is... At Bondi Beach. (laughs) You need like an elaborate weave of. I assume there are like palm trees around there. Uh, not really. No. Why did you assume that? Well, like, what kind of foliage is there? It's exposed. That's his first question. And Mike says the beach is exposed. Great. <laughs> okay. What? Then maybe they're carting this in. It could be like a net made out of rope. It doesn't matter. My point is, we need to make a gigantic sieve. That just runs the entire beach and goes out as far as needed. And all along the beach, there are these like emergency buttons that are just these like silver pedestals that have this gigantic glowing red button. You can even see it during nighttime because it actually literally glows. And if anybody is drowning, anybody on the beach can do this. Just go hit the button. The motorized sieve like scoops people up out of the water, and now they're no longer in there. Works for everything. Doesn't matter if it's a shark attack, gets you out of the water. Guess it also gets the shark out, but that shark can't do much out of the water. Uh, <laughs> if somebody is like drowning, they're now out of there. The rip current saves you from that. It's a foolproof system. 
this has to be like I think I'm at 50 consecutive seconds of shaking my head in disapproval of this idea. <laughs> Why? First of all, you basically did what Mr. Burns did when he like took everything out of the ocean. <laughs> That's your plan every time anything happens in a system where anyone can turn it mm. on. We might mess with the ecology a little bit. Of- Not only that, you're creating, you're actively inviting crime. <laughs> well, no, so because you, let's see. Because of the sieve, the whole point is we're not actually scooping the ocean out. The sieve holes should be big enough that it doesn't hurt the ecology. It's like fish are just going to stay right in there, and then they'll be right underneath, and they'll they'll be able to swim, swim away from, from Bondi Beach. So all fish make it through, and then who doesn't make it through? What are you, what are you pulling out? People? Yeah, people. The people that need saving. All, I mean, all, what's the alternative? That you make like a crane game? no dude that's not the only alternative here a crane game the entire length of the beach yeah it's super fun but let's not put people's heads in cranes (laughs) (laughs) i mean it would be like a really soft pinch those things grab those stuffed animals so softly already imagine how much softer it would be if they put like padding on the tips of that crane claw grip dude i had to change those Grain claw grips. That's very hard to say at one point in my career. It's not as easy as it seems to pick up the things that you think uh, you can. There might be a snafu or two out there. People lose at those games a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's because like the, the tension thing is all kind of screwy. Like they intentionally want people to lose sometime, but I think you can like, can't you like change the settings or something so you could make people win more or less? Remember <laughs> what you're trying to do. Just remember what you're trying to do. <laughs> we do. We, we are trying to like still have an enjoyable beach experience and not like 20 or 30 cranes <laughs> hovering over Mike. World, uh, War of the World style. Mike. Yes. Let me just ask you one simple question to start my ideas investigation okay what are the main problems at this beach the main problems are people who can't swim getting sucked into rip currents i don't know what a rip current is josh do you yeah basically the water on the top like closer to the surface is going one direction but the water underneath is like suctioning out towards the open sea okay i felt that it pulls yeah. you out you don't realize it and then it pulls you in well, it pulls you out into the open sea. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I guess you have the perspective of the ocean trying to take people in that way. Mike and I are trying to take people back into the beach. It <laughs> is the noun in that sentence. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Sorry. I usually don't get so animated, but that's what it is. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that's number one. What's next? Drink like drunk people. Drunk. Big problem on the beach. Drunk backpackers specifically. All right. Um, next, probably people not reading signs. Mm. Big issue. Huge. Big issue. What kind of signs? They say like dangerous rip current. Don't go in here. Doesn't that count as a rip current death though, or uh, issue? Or yeah, I guess. No, dude. This is an independent thing. We learned a little bit about our beachgoers. Like, okay, if you break into a place and and there's a warning sign that says warning dog and the dog mauls you to death, you, like your cause of death is not sign. <laughs> no, that's true. But I guess it's not much of a warning dog. It's more of a killing <laughs> dog. You ask me. <laughs> well, it's a warning sign. I know that, Josh. Josh, I'm making a joke. Josh. <laughs> anyway, okay. So here's, okay. here's my idea. Okay. 
I think it's pretty clear. It sounds like in all of these situations, the beachgoers are pretty clearly involved or at fault in some way. It's pretty much always their fault. And you asked me to do what? Save them from dying. Okay. Ready? Yes. The beach is closed permanently. (laughs) No more beach. (laughs) Not for them. Okay. The boys can still go out, but I will solve your problem. You still have your show, Mm -hmm. but now they'll just do whatever things they always wanted to do on a free beach. Honestly, that's the best part of the show. When the beach is closed and they go out and try like crazy things out in the surf. I didn't even know that. And I permanently closed it for you. You did? Okay. Do you want this idea or do you want a massive sieve or crane game (laughs) system? Yeah. We might make a lot more money. Don't those don't those games make a lot of money? You're going to let people play them? Yeah. Yes. What about the lifeguards? We need to save the people with the crane. Look, we, no, Mike we, is trying to make a solution with no lifeguards. Think about how desperately people would want to win if they've never won that before. There's like a line a million people long that's like, man, I hope somebody starts drowning today so I can save them with my crane skills. Think about the stakes involved. They don't Someone win, might die today. They don't win the person. They know that, right? Because, Josh, it sounds like you don't know that. You don't get the drowning person that you save. Right, but you do get a medal. You get like a little thing that you can pin and uh, or maybe a plaque. I don't know. We'll have to figure out prizing. You're a Bondi rescuer, yeah. Why are you fixated on things like the medal or the plaque? This is where we are fundamentally different as people. I want the achievement. Oh, God. <laughs> people are dying on your beach. No one is at my beach. We just need to keep making the prizing better until nobody dies. At a certain point, the prizing will be so good that... I mean, maybe it's like, here's a guaranteed $100,000 scratch-off ticket. Right. We're paying you. Bottom money. This is the conversation I will turn to in my old age to remind me exactly what humanity is like. <laughs> and remember that Josh is a big representative of most people. <laughs> it's worth it to let them die. We don't have to. <laughs> Jeez, Mike! <laughs> I don't want to have that part in. We should let all the people die. To the chagrin of his co-hosts, Fox and Friends presenter Pete Hexeth told the show's audience Sunday morning that he hasn't washed his hands in a decade. I saw that. Hexeth? That's his name? Hegseth. H-E-G-S-E-T-H. The revelation came after co-hosts Ed Henry and Jedediah Billa questioned Hexeth's off-camera consumption of pizza left out after National Pizza Day the day before. Hexeth had argued that pizza lasts for a long time. <laughs> Wait, is Fox and Friends the collection of rare English names? <laughs> Apparently. What the hell's going on? Jedediah is asking Hegseth about pizza? <laughs> Do you hear me? Do you hear me? <laughs> yeah. Billa then quipped Hegseth might take a chomp out of anything on a table that's not nailed down, including mugs. That's a direct quote. But then he continues, my 2019 resolution is to say things on air that I say off air. I don't think I've washed my hands for 10 years. Really? I don't really wash my hands ever. Ah, Mm. that's... I inoculate myself. Germs are not a real thing. I can't see them. Therefore, they're not real. Germs are not a real thing? He's right, dude. You can't see them. Can you see love? (laughs) (laughs) Love is real. It is in the air. Yeah. Well, I guess Valentine's Day just passed. Recently, it's still kind of hanging around. Love was in the air. So so this goes on to talk about how the CDC has like all of this research on why washing your hands is important. I don't need to get into that. I just want to know, like, this man needs to learn that washing his hands is important. 
How would you illustrate to him that washing your hands is important when he doesn't believe things that he can't see? Okay. I'm going to start by calling him the Hegzer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or the Hegzercist. <laughs> no, that's not a fun thing you call your friend. Hey, Hegzercist. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't roll off. I want to play video games. <laughs> No, my I wouldn't have to illustrate very much other than the example is during his day in which he is washing his hands and not realizing it. This is that type of man. <laughs> Did you take a bath, Hegseth? <laughs> yes. Mm. Good, buddy. Were your hands in the bath? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Ten years of no hand washing. We're going to keep it going, right? Yay. <laughs> Well, so I wonder, is it only things that he can see? Because, like, I don't know, if you don't shower for a while, you smell even if you don't, like, see dirt caked on yourself or anything. I get all oily. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I guess that's uh, too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, I don't know, if it's a hot summer day and you've been sweating, like, you can smell, you smell yourself. That's true. You do. Yeah, you want to get into the shower and fix that. Hmm. What if this is just a plea of someone who is too ashamed to say that they are actively blind? <laughs> i mean i feel like then he wouldn't believe in anything it doesn't seem like he does <laughs> yeah yeah i don't mean to talk i'm sure he has many positive qualities i'm just also sure he washes his hands so it's a weird thing to indulge that kind. like the cdc is great i love the cdc don't waste your time on Hegseth. i know he gets eyeballs but don't worry about it <laughs> it's fine keep doing cdc shit this is nonsense Remember Jedediah? Me neither. Don't worry about this whole conversation and continue onwards helping people like Hegseth himself who doesn't even know you're doing it. Okay. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That was uh, I was going to say uh like basically Show him a movie of what will happen to his hands. Oh. <laughs> show him the germs on it, right? Like, show him the cartoon germs on his hands? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and show him, like, eat his hands, and then he has no hands. Wait, what? <laughs> Eventually, all the germs will, like, eat his oh, hands. Oh, the germs will eat his hands. Okay. Uh, theoretically. <laughs> if he never washes them, I, f I assume that's what happens. <laughs> um, <laughs> Josh, nothing, nothing to challenge? No, I didn't even think about this. Why not just a microscope? Like, imagine putting your own hand under a microscope Disgusting. or like a scraping Awful. or something. Yeah. Like, that's that super gross thing where if you like take that scraping from, you know, I don't know, inside your mouth. No, that's for like DNA did, stuff. Did you take any science classes? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it was like 40 years ago, right? Isn't that your line? So, <laughs> Oh, no, he defended his lack of science education with his old age. <laughs> But, like, I don't know, if you haven't washed for a while, you could, like, take a scraping off his hand, I bet, and put it under a microscope and probably see shit crawling all over the place. That's true. You could show him all kinds of gross, like, bugs and germs under there. Now you can see the germs, I guess. Is that all it takes? I mean, it's a special kind of education. It's more of, like, a scare tactic. I'd rather he burn his hands off and, like, oh not have hands anymore. Dude, what? How can we do that? <laughs> that's, that's too much. The germs eat his hands. I feel like well, it deserves it. The guy doesn't deserve not having hands. Wash your hands. Take care of your hands. You need those I things. I don't know. Yeah. But you are taking them away from him. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he he's forfeited his hand-having privileges. Take care of those things. We are on a short leash in America these days. It's like having a car. Hey, everybody. I don't wash my hands. Burn his hands off. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, if you can't have them, like if you can't take care of them, why would you want anybody to have it? It's a it's like the whole anti-vax thing where they are hurting other people. Like they are putting other people at risk when they don't vaccinate. This guy when he doesn't wash his hands is like spreading E. coli around because he like took a dump and then didn't wash. That's very gross. I'm going to just send you some basic science stories. <laughs> Of what's happening this week. I don't I don't want to burn this man's hands off. All, that's all I'm saying is like, look, I don't disagree with your premise that spreading germs can have consequences for someone other than himself. But perhaps starting by torching his palms is a bad plan. I want to give him a ghost Go. of Christmas future sort of vision of like, oh. Oh, that's in the movie. Right. Mike, were you actually going to light his hands on fire or were you just going to show it in the movie? If it was going to come to that, just in the course of conversation, I probably would have let it happen. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) Could I get a little gross for a second? Mm -hmm. Now? This is terrible. (laughs) What we're visualize this. It's horrible. Yeah. I want to replace his toilet paper with really bad toilet paper that like (laughs) disintegrates as you use it and kind of falls apart. Mm. because if he can see it he might wash (laughs) he'll have poop all over his hands yes that's what i was going for yeah (laughs) you think he doesn't believe in the existence of poop no i think he does but i think his idea is that if he wipes successfully then he doesn't need to wash Like, there's a paper layer in between there yeah paper layer i'm fine but if we compromise the paper layer I see. You're forcing his hand under the sink. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. All right. I mean, this is a better solution than this. I hate the types of compromise. I shouldn't give in to morons like That's, you. This teaches him a lesson. This guy's got to poop on his own hands for the rest of his life. I do want to see it. I do. <laughs> I deuce want to see it. Isn't one of the guys on that show deuce? I don't know. Steve Ducey. Steve Deuce yeah. should take a deuce on what's this guy's name? Jedediah? No, that's the other guy. Eggston? Egg. Hang on, I closed the window. Uh... Eggsler? The Hexorcist. Hegs- Pete Hegseth. Yeah. Pete. And who are the other in, in this party? Uh, Jedediah Billa and Ed Henry. Ed Henry. Wasn't that the bad guy coach in Remember the Titans? <laughs> it sounds. He got a job at Fox News. Totally. Whoever wrote that script is so happy right now. <laughs> Ed, you call this game fair? Isn't that what he said? No, it's Ed Henry's the ref. No, Ed Henry is the coach. I don't know. I love that movie. Does life ever punch you guys in the face with something unbelievably obvious? <laughs> Sometimes. Like a joke. Uh, not not it it is it is a joke, so there is something to get, but you're like, come on, life. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Never? I think you guys should start looking around more because of what happened to me. Ready? Okay. No. I was on a pl- <laughs> Why not, Josh? I don't know. You always ask if I'm ready, and I just wanted to see what happened if I said no for once. Well, now I'm going to wait and see what when you are ready, and then I will talk, because mm-hmm. I, I respect you. <laughs> okay. Well, if this is what happens, then now I know. Like, my curiosity has been satiated, and okay, now I'm ready. Yeah. Here we go. Great.
Good stuff. Come, come. Now we have that. We know that permanently. <laughs> I was on a flight in between Chicago and the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. A flight I've been on many times, one time. And during this flight, the two men behind me were fairly chatty. They got to know each other, different walks of life. Oh, they they, they met back there. Mm. They met right behind me. Okay. Talking all things kids, families, jobs. Mm. You know, they were bonding. Getting into it. No kidding. The What's the proper word? Who comes by in a plane? Flight, <laughs> flight attendant. The flight attendant comes by. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm going to stop saying the S in comes by and say come by. I like that. The flight attendant come by. <laughs> it, makes my, it makes all my stories more folksy. Okay. Uh-huh. Which will really make this stand out. So these guys have been talking for quite a while now, probably multiple hours. And the flight attendant come by <laughs> and ask, uh, would you guys like to buy anything from the food cart? And they both say yes. No. Wait, really? Sorry. One says no. Okay. The other says yes. Sensible. The flight attendant swipes the card and goes, here you go, Dakota. Oh, okay. Pretty unique name, I thought. Cool. Yeah. Guy next to him who has been in engaged conversation with this man the whole time. Many hours. Totally as unenthusiastically as he has said anything, goes, oh, my name's Dakota, too. Ah, what? <laughs> no. There were two Dakotas sitting behind me, next to me, at the exact moment I checked on the flight map that I was flying over the fucking Dakotas. Oh, my <gasps> God. It's like a reminder. Hey, there's two Dakotas. Yeah, I know that world. <laughs> I know there's two Dakotas. Wow. Best friends, too. The other Dakota told a story about another time that he ran into only one other Dakota. So, hey, in that story, me, there were also two Dakotas. Why do I need mm. to know this? Inf- the world is telling me this for a reason, but why? Only two Dakotas can ever exist in one place at one time. And there are two. Yeah, there's always two. Any ideas? Hmm. God? What does that mean? I don't know. That seems like a convenient answer for most things. I don't like that answer. <laughs> what, like he was Dakota planning and just having everybody in place? <laughs> in the- That's pretty funny, I guess. <laughs> All right, yeah, okay. So this is all Dakota planning. a part of God's divine Dakota plan? Yeah. Yeah. Divine Dakota or Dakota divine? Wait, no, there should always be two Dakotas. 